every month I tell myself I'm going to do at least one good news episode a week and it always gets away from me. I see good news every day and I just have to make sure I focus on it here on the podcast because there's so much horrible stuff going on all around us. Today I have three good news stories to share with you. I hope you enjoy them. One is about our friend and brother Chase Boudin who was inaugurated as the new district attorney. He already made an important move right out of the box on his second day in office. Then there is some life advice. First from Marshawn Lynch. Last night, uh, he's the player for the Seattle Seahawks in the NFL. You've got to hear it. It's Marshawn in his best. And then some sage advice from Will Smith, who's turned out to be like a major guru. (laughs) Every day I'm hearing something smart from him, but what he says here resonated with me, and I want you to hear it. This is Sean King. And you are listening to the 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 breakdown. The breakdown. The breakdown. This past week in San Francisco, our friend and brother Chase Boudin was finally sworn in as the new district attorney there, and we're so proud of him for not only. You know, stepping up to uh, to have this opportunity, but fighting to win. And I hear all over the country when I travel and speak, I hear people who are so skeptical and I would even say jaded because for their entire lives, they've had politicians promise them that when they get in office, they're going to do A, B, C, and D. And when they get in office, they don't do any of those things. And I've had to tell people that's why we need to elect people like Chase Boudin, who so deeply uh, believes in the courage of their convictions, who Chase is not going to change, like no matter what, Uh, no matter how hard things get, no matter what goes on, he's going to have his principles, he's going to have his values that that lead him every step of the way. And that started right out of the gate. I want to play a news clip for you, and then I'll be right back. In San Francisco, the city's new DA, wasting no time making his mark, KPIX flies Betty Yu on the major Friday afternoon firings. Major shakeup at the San Francisco DA's office. Just days into his job, the new DA reportedly fires multiple prosecutors. As I serve as district attorney, district attorney for the city and county of San Francisco. For the city and county of San Francisco. Chisa Boudin says he's been ready to transform the DA's office since he narrowly won the race back in November. The former San Francisco deputy public defender ran a progressive campaign that included working to end mass incarcerations and racial disparities in the criminal justice system. Tonight, in a statement to KPIX 5, Boudin said, I had to make difficult staffing decisions today in order to put in place a management team that will help me accomplish the work I committed to do for San Francisco. In the long term, anytime you treat employees like they're fungible, like they can be fired, like they don't have value, 
it is in the long term a real morale breaker for an agency like that. The Chronicle reports prosecutors in the homicide, felony and gang units were let go. Tony Brass is a former SF assistant DA. He says he was surprised to hear that experienced attorneys were let go. This as Boudin promised to focus on violent crime. What's strange is that, again, these people aren't being moved. They're not being demoted. They're being fired. And they're being told, essentially, that their services just have no use in the office anymore. And, you know, I've worked with these people, both as a co-worker and as an opponent. On Wednesday, Boudin spoke with my colleague, Joe Vasquez. What are your priorities, and do they involve firing any prosecutors right away? Firing people is certainly not a priority, but um, I do want to make sure that the office is set up to more effectively support the staff that do such critical work to serve uh, the people that live in this city and that visit this city. In San Francisco, Betty Yu, KPIX 5. Listen, that's exactly what it takes. You can't clean house in a district attorney's office if you keep all the same prosecutors. And there's one prosecutor, but really there are multiple deeply problematic prosecutors that Chase fired. I had an opportunity to speak with Chase about that over uh, this past weekend, but there was one in particular that was personal for me, for Chase, and for our friend Jamal Trulove. Uh, just a few years ago, Jamal Trulove, there in San Francisco, was wrongly arrested for murder, a crime he had literally nothing to do with. Then had the book thrown at him, was prosecuted uh, from the homicide division there in the San Francisco DA's office and was wrongly convicted. And that's not only the responsibility of, of that prosecutor, but certainly even of a jury to be able to detect whether or not um, the, the facts really line up. And they convicted Jamal of a murder that he literally had absolutely nothing to do with. He was not there. He wasn't a part of it. And uh, sent him to prison where he stayed for years on end and uh, was eventually exonerated, which ultimately cost the city of San Francisco over $13 million in a settlement with Jamal. And people may say, well, hell, I'd trade years of my life for $13 million. No, you wouldn't. You would not go through the fear, the, the degradation, the terror of being wrongly arrested, wrongly charged, wrongly convicted, sentenced for murder, sent to prison, not knowing if you'll ever get out. I mean, maintaining your innocence the entire time, having to suffer the daily, not just hum humiliation, but abuse. Prison is a deeply abusive place. And don't act like you don't know. Don't act like you're not aware of that. And the prosecutor that did this to Jamal, uh, who, mind you, was managed by Kamala Harris when she was district attorney, uh, that prosecutor was now fired. And I'm glad that Chase is cleaning house, and this is a good sign of things to come. And it, now I said this was a good news episode, and it's good news for me because we're trying to dismantle mass incarceration brick by brick, block by block, policy by policy, and we're really trying to dismantle it person by person, and this is what it takes. You know, I have a hilarious story that I'll tell. I don't think I'll have time to tell it on this episode, 
but I love the uh, the Bay Area, Oakland and San Francisco, and I, I go there often. I speak there often, and uh, for the past few years, I've held a big event. I think during the both summers, uh, I've held an event every summer in Oakland at Oakland Tech High School, which was the high school home of Marshawn Lynch, uh, NFL. Uh, a Super Bowl winning, uh, a Pro Bowl athlete, and even more than that, uh, Marshawn, I think, is known as perhaps the most authentic, colorful character in the NFL and maybe in all of sports. And I have a hilarious story about some, <laughs> some of my interactions with Marshawn there in Oakland at my events. But uh, yesterday, the Seattle Seahawks played as you may know, I no longer watch the NFL because of their uh, continued mistreatment of Colin Kaepernick. But beyond that, I will watch an interview of of someone like Marshawn, who I know and and, and respect so much. But um, he came out of retirement to play for the Seattle Seahawks. He had four touchdowns in three games, which, if you don't know, is great. He was effective right out of the gate, and he helped the team. And um. He typically, when he does post-game interviews, um, will only give one-word answers. I, I, I think he has a degree of kind of, not I wouldn't say social anxiety, but like the, the, the media definitely seems to frustrate him, and, and he just will, you know, they ask a question, he'll give a one-word one answer to each question and move on with it. But last night he had um, some reflections that he wanted to share mainly for young people in the NFL. And just FYI, when he's talking about chicken, he's talking about money. (laughs) Okay. All right. Let me play the clip. It's just about 90 seconds. I love it so much. It's quintessential Marshawn Lynch. He's giving life advice to young NFL players, but it's really advice we could all take. Here we go. Break it down. Marshawn, how would you describe your the three game comeback here? I was solid. Four touchdowns in three games. I'm pretty solid. What's going through your mind right now? Sure, we lost. Come back next year? I'm sure we'll see what's happening. Sure. Look, I'll say like this though, right? It's a vulnerable time for a lot of these young dudes, you feel me? They don't be taking care of their chicken right, you feel me? So if it was me. Or if I had an opportunity to let these little uh, young sahibs know something, I say take care of y'all money, African, because that shit don't last forever. Now, I done been on the other side of a retirement, and it's good when you get over there and you can do what the fuck you want to. So I tell y'all right now while y'all in it, take care of y'all bread. So when y'all done, go ahead and take care of yourself. So while y'all at it right now, take care of y'all bodies. You know what I mean? Don't take care of y'all chicken. You feel me? They'll take care of y'all mentals. Cause look, we ain't lasting that long. Um, you know, I had a couple of players that I played with that, you know what I mean? They no longer here no more. They no longer. So, I mean, you feel me? Start taking care of y'all mentals, y'all bodies, and y'all chicken. When y'all, you know, ready to walk away, walk away and be able to do what you want to do. But I appreciate it. Thank y'all. And last, but certainly not least, I want to play some life advice that Will Smith gave. He did an interview this past week with uh, Sway on Sway in the Morning, 
and um, the, the whole the whole interview one. He, you, you wouldn't know it necessarily from the interview, but he's sitting right next to Martin Lawrence and they're promoting uh, Bad Boys 3. And uh, the whole interview, he's just dropping gems of knowledge. <laughs> and uh, you know, some people, their careers kind of pivot and shift. And uh, I swear, almost every day, Will Smith is saying something so smart so insightful, so brilliant. And uh, he's just a man who is deeply in tune with not just who he is, but how he is and how he got where he is today. And uh, I don't want to, I don't want to ruin it. I'll, I'll try to repeat what he said and, and mess it up. I want you to hear it for yourself and I'll come back and close out our episode. Here we go. Everybody has dreams and and, and and as much as you 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 want to be able to listen a little bit because somebody's going to give you a gem, but you nobody knows but you. You can't get advice on what you should do with your life, right? Nobody knows what you are. Mm-hmm. Like even even sometimes you don't really even know what you what you are. You got to take your shot. And it, it's like as much as you want people to agree and you want the people around you to be supporting your dreams and all, it's not going to be like that all the time. You got to do it alone. And people will help you. And when you when you get the ball rolling, people will jump on. But if you don't believe, nobody else is going to believe. People come along because your belief is so insane. That your belief is so strong that makes people be like, yo, this crazy ass. My ass My ass You know, you is a little funny. You is a little funny. <laughs> you know, but you know, following your dreams is a lonely, solitary, scary, dangerous pursuit. You can't wait for somebody to think you can do it. Mm-hmm. And it's like, they, they, because they don't think you can do nothing they can't do. Exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, it, it's a lonely, mm. scary, dangerous pursuit. And you got to be willing to risk everything to become that seed of what you believe you gotta be is in there. Mm-hmm. You got to be, be fearless. fearless. You got to be relentless. Listen to me. Every single word of what Will Smith just said is so true. You probably already knew it but here's the thing kicking knowledge is not necessarily about saying something that people have never heard before it's about saying things that confirm the truths that are already in people and listen uh the truth that will smith shared there resonated with me in so many ways even this podcast the breakdown um uh, our company that that sponsors this podcast, the North Star. You know, so many things in my life have been just about taking the risk and stepping out there, not really knowing if it's going to work or not, but just deciding that you're going to push through all of those factors and just get it done. And listen, that's what I want for you in 2020. We live in a time where we need you to push through your doubts we need you to create new solutions, new projects, new programs, new businesses, new concepts, uh, n- new ways to to tackle the ills of society. I say it all the time. I say it in my book, which comes Make Change, which comes out in April. The the 
the problems that we're facing have not faced their best solutions. It's not like we've thrown our best work at them and it just didn't work. The things that we're facing, they have not yet seen our very best work and, and it needs you. We need you to fight back. And so, listen, I've got to run. Uh, of course, thank you so much to uh, our our team, Willis, Lissandra, and so many others who helped make all of these podcasts possible. Thank all of you for subscribing and listening and sharing. Please, if you uh, post yourself listening to the podcast on Instagram, tag me and uh, I'll try to share it. All right. Take care, everybody. Break it down. Break it down.